And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to the final installment of this special edition in between season episode of the Boots and Whiskey podcast. As always, my name is Jim. I am your host. Today we bring you Jenny Grace. This young lady is absolutely fantastic. Her story is incredible. You're not going to want to miss this. Um, I met Jenny back in September at the local country music festival here at Indian Ranch in Webster, Massachusetts. And honestly, I fell head over heels with this girl. Um, Her story, we get to talking a little bit. Her music is fantastic. Um, You're going to see for yourself. She is, you know, she has it. She's the real deal. You know, she has a lot of following. Um, You know, I've I've even heard from people that didn't even know she was going to be on this saying, you know, she, you gotta get her, you gotta get her, you gotta get her. And I'm so glad we, we did because I learned a lot about her. I learned a lot about her style. I learned a lot about who she was and it gave me a better appreciation for her, um, as an artist, as a person overall. And I really look forward to seeing her again in person sooner than hopefully later. Um, I really hope you enjoy this conversation. As always, I want to thank everybody for all of the support from Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company to, um, geez, Afterglow Boutique to American Grit and Grace. Thank you all so much. Rowdy Roads as well. Um, the support doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you. Thank you so much. So without further ado, um, I hope you enjoy my conversation with the very wonderful and very talented Jenny Grace. Hey, Jenny. 
Hey, how are how you? How are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. Good, good. Nice to hear from you finally. After all this time of us try, trying to figure this out, I'm so glad we were able to do so. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, this, like I told you, this is all about you. So um, if you don't mind just kind of giving us a rundown of who you are and how you started and, um, you know, I'll, I'll ask the questions along the way that come up. Sure. So I'm Jenny Grace. I started singing when I was an uh, early teenager, uh, but didn't really take it seriously until my 20s. When I was in the military, I started playing guitar and writing songs and performing country music and discovering that that was going to be my genre of choice. Nice. So when, when you're growing up, before you started to do this, was there any inclination to yourself that you were going to maybe do this at some point? Yeah, there was. Um, everyone told me I should. You know, there was all my friends, the people in my town, my parents' friends. But I just felt a lot of pressure from it, um, especially when I would perform. I, I didn't like feeling that much attention on me. It just, it was like overwhelming because I was a very shy child. So it was very hard to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's funny because, you know, being now being in, you know, kind of, you know, the spotlight, you know, how has that changed for you? Have you just gotten over that aspect of it? Yeah, I've gotten over it. I mean, I realized that if I want to be a songwriter, you know, and a singer, I have to be in the public and, I've gained more confidence as I've gotten older. When I was in the military, that gave me a lot more confidence and purpose. So now that I, I do see a purpose for it, I feel better about, you know, having a music career. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, once you, once you see the, you know, the fruit at the end of the vine, I guess you could say, you know, it, I'm sure it's a lot easier <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to, for to sure. just do it. Um, so, you know, let's talk about a little bit about your military service, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, what, what made you get in, what made you do that? Was there a, like a, a spot in life that you said, you know what, I need to do this or I want to do this. Was it always a dream to do? Yeah. So going back to my childhood, I was very shy. I did like a lot of dance, ballet, cheerleading. Um, I was very like, you know, girly and stuff, but I was always interested in, you know, crime shows. I used to watch them with my dad. I used to watch the History Channel. You know, he's a big history buff. So I just, you know, felt like serving was such a revered thing. And a lot of people in my family have served. So, and I saw how it changed them and how their life, you know, they live their life with purpose, like I was saying. So I wanted to kind of be like that. And I chose the field of intelligence because, you know, when I watched those crime shows, I was into like, the interrogations. I thought someday I'd be in the FBI. I, you know, I wanted to kind of get into something like that. And the career path in the military I chose definitely got me through those doors. Of course, I chose music currently, but if I wanted to, I could have, you know, kept on that path. So. Now, was that a hard decision for you to make to, you know, go into music rather than go into, I mean, essentially your dream? Yeah, it was it was hard, but I just felt like, how could I help the world more? And I mean, I, I know I couldn't do both. And so to never the, the choice came to it. Well, I was like, do I ever want to just 
put away my singing voice in a box forever and never use it. And I just said, no, that's like, it's just, yeah. I don't want to do that. It's like sad. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. And that's when I realized, okay, I have to I have to do music. Yeah. Yeah. So what branch were you in? I was in the army. Yeah. Now, did you, did you choose that or was that kind of where you were led to? Um, I chose that. I took the standardized tests. I was looking at different branches. I was looking at the Coast Guard. I was really, really wanting to go into that. But then I chickened out with the boat because I just didn't want to be on a boat that long. And I, I feel like I'd be claustrophobic. So I said, all right, let's do something else. And the Army offered some good benefits, a language school, you know, all these really cool things that I was like, okay, this is back to watching the FBI show. This is exciting, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Now I Now I know you call... New England home now, but did you always call this area home or did the army bring you to, to New England? Yeah, this is where I grew up. So I've definitely been born and raised here. So is my family, you know, even though they were in the military too, they always moved back and lived out their lives in New England. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Now with that in your music career, how did you, how did you become really such a success being from New England and, you know, country music in New England don't necessarily have always gone hand in hand. So how did you, how did you make a name for yourself? Yeah. So I, you know, have only really been out here since 2019 and I don't even count 2020 because that was gone. So yeah. I say 2019, 2021. So maybe two years I've really been doing this with my name out there. So in the amount of time that I've been out here, I've accomplished a decent amount. Obviously, if I started younger, I think I'd be a little bit further. But, you know, everybody has their destiny to fulfill. Everybody has their own path. So I'm not, you know, too concerned. But I basically just, you know, I, I listened to a lot of music growing up, um, many different genres. And I think in my original stuff, you can hear a bunch of fusion of stuff. It's not really just like, you know, that croony country. It's my song driving the top down has pop it has rock elements it has all these different things so you know i, I think that's kind of how i established my sound and then my name i don't know i just kept knocking on doors and bothering people and you know just showing up everywhere and then i think you know naturally that happens so yeah no no absolutely you know because you have you know you really do have some traction you know, on, on, you know, I base everything off of Spotify because that's the easiest thing for me to use because yeah. I'm so, so, <laughs> you know, computer illiterate that they just make it so easy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you have songs on here that have, you know, 60 plus thousand listeners. Like that doesn't just happen. Yeah. So I think the stuff is pretty commercial, you know, I think, and I think, uh, you know, the, I, I credit my producer and the, studio I went to in Nashville at the ruckus room because my producer has worked on Taylor Swift. He's worked on Carrie records. He's done that. And then the musicians that we worked with, they also play right on Carrie's album. I mean, so I think people are like, okay, it sounds like one of these girls and, you know, we don't know who Jenny Grace is, but the music is, you know, listenable. And I think maybe it's, it's kind of like doing that, you know, once you, once you make it sound like other stuff and, you know, people start to catch on. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, how did you get that connection in Nashville? How did you get, how did you get so, all that to? Yeah, so um, I had a little management deal and uh, out of New York and 
that's who brought me to this great producer. Um, Cause, Oh my God, there's a whirlwind of people in Nashville acting like producers as you, as you probably heard. So, you know, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. crazy. And now there's some coming up in new England. So that's even scarier, but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, it's, it's crazy how much the genre, even, even in this area has just skyrocketed and, and bloomed, you know, really yeah. over the last decade. Yeah, for sure. Um, so have, did you spend any time living in Nashville or are you doing everything back and forth? Yeah. So I moved there in 2018, the beginning of 2018. And then I came home towards the end of 2019 because the stuff that was happening in China. And then, you know, I, I had my apartment and I was like, no, I, I need to get back. And of course, then the pandemic hit. So I was glad to be out of there before some of the craziness started, you know? So, I mean, yeah. I think it was my military training. I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to evacuate. <laughs> yeah. Very intuitive of the, yeah. the situation. Out here. Well, I mean, you, people think you're nuts, but I'm like, look what happened. I was right. You guys were stuck in this apartment. So, right. yeah. Right. Right. And for, you know, depending on who you ask way longer than they probably anticipated. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I heard about it in the end of 2019 and what was going on in China. And of course you don't know what's real or true on the internet, but I do my own research and you know, I, it's just like, what is this? And you know, so luckily I was able to get out of there. I do, I will be going back, you know, I, I go back a lot now, but I still call home New England, obviously. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now is, is something, is that part of the plan is to get back to Nashville and live there full time? Um, I think so. You know, I have a lot of roots here. I have a lot of family and friends and stuff. Um, and I had a market where I was playing a lot of gigs, you know, so I'll probably get there eventually. We're, we're looking at some land down there, actually, some of me and my family members, because, you know, it's, it's nice. It's not as it's still expensive, but it's not as crazy as up here, as you know, so yeah, 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 yeah. it's, it's a different, I tell people it's a different way of life. Yeah, you know, it, may, it may be getting more expensive and it may be getting more commercialized. But even with all the commercial and, you know, the people trying to get down there like that, that hospitality doesn't necessarily go away, I don't think. Oh, yeah, it's I miss that's something I do miss. That's a good point. I miss the hospitality of, you know, going into a restaurant and they're like, hey, darling, what, what can I get for you? Yeah, you know, it doesn't exist here. So no, no, you walk, you walk into a restaurant here and it's like, oh. What do you like? Go away. Yeah, it's like you're my problem now. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so why, why country music? Why you know this genre rather than, you know, I don't know, death metal. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah. know, not, um, you know. So it's funny. I actually did some metal bands when I was in college because in Connecticut there was like nothing yeah. as far as music. It was like. So I was like, okay, why not? You know, I can sing like Christina Scabia. She's, I don't know if you heard of her. She's like a metal singer from like Lacuna Coil. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, like really commercial rock. But, you know, I did some stuff like that because there was nothing else going on in this in this state and in Massachusetts. So I, I've done that. But when I really got into country, it's because of the songwriting. The songwriting is so simple, but it is so emotional. Other genres, you can't really find the meaning of the song it's kind of all over the place and then the other part is the vocals I believe country singers are the best singers in the world I don't know anybody that can sit there 
And, or even when you're a musician trying to play country music, it's actually because it's so simple, it's actually difficult. So, right. yeah. But, I mean, they don't call it three chords in the truth for no reason, you know. Exactly. It's, it's really what it is, you know, it, yeah. you're right. It's so simple and it's so elegant too. You know, if, if you yeah. get a good song with a good story, like if you can't feel that, then you're not listening to the right genre. Yeah. And, you know, I just, uh, I, I noticed that about it. And then I had, um, when I was in the military, I used to sing and people said I had a twang and I don't know how, but maybe growing up with Randy Travis, growing up with Patsy, Loretta, my parents always played that stuff. Maybe it was a natural inclination to do that. So, um, I just said, okay, I guess I was like reincarnated as a, a country singer or something. I don't know why I have this twang. So, why I stuck with the genre. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you, because this, this brings up, you know, a really good point and a very, uh, a big curiosity for me going, you know, having met you over the summer and then, you know, looking into you and your stuff. When you, when you're in the military, and you decide to pick up a guitar and start playing music. Like, how does that happen? Does somebody give you a guitar? Do you walk into a music store and say, all right, what the hell, let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. So I grew up with my father always playing guitar. He didn't really play a lot, but he, he would always get behind the campfire and play three chords and show me that and everything. So I kind of knew like a little bit, like the most beginning possible way to do guitar. And then when I was 19, I was over, I was overseas in the Middle East and in the, cha the chaplain's office, they had a guitar. So I would go in there and play it. And it was so crappy because all these troops had played it and it was just, you know, falling apart. So I said, all right, whatever, let me call my dad. And I had him ship me over a Takamini and uh, I started playing because there's, there definitely is downtime when you're deployed, you have your mission during the day, but then sometimes you'll have downtime, you have weekends off usually. So I decided to, you know, do that because you can't do anything else. So why not? You know, right. So. Right. You might, might as well pick up a hobby and, you know, if yeah. you're good at something, you know, yeah. might as well make it. So how, how hard was it for you to transition back to, you know, what the, I guess what us, you know, quote unquote, regular people would call, you know, civilian life? Oh, it was so hard. I actually went to college after serving. And I mean, I felt like I was like 85 and I was rooming <laughs> with these like, you know, young freshman girls at UConn and all they care about is selfies and you know like their skin and their clothes and I'm just like right. is there a bomb going off like why right. is it so loud in this dorm <laughs> no. right right, right. It, it was really horrible so the only one I really got along with is this girl she grew up in Bosnia so me and her were like both complaining we're like this dormitory sounds like there's bombs going off like why is it so loud so you know I mean it, it's just such a culture shock. I got back into things. Um, I definitely feel like I had a little bit of PTSD, uh, but you know, wine fixes a lot of that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. know, I got back to some of my old friends in high school and, you know, I, I met up with them and then, you know, really what got me through it is the songwriting and picking up the guitar because no matter how I felt that music would always just shut my brain off from whatever I was feeling, my anxiety, and just like go into this calm zen mode so it really that guitar really saved me you know so yeah now how many of the songs that you have released you know to to the public would you say are 
autobiographical to your time in the military and how that has shaped, you know, your songwriting? So I think there's just one song that really didn't get too much attention. Um, but it, it was called God and Country. I released it last year. And uh, that is kind of the story of a girl who was in the military and who served and how it changed her and brought her closer to God and, you know, grateful for being in America, that kind of thing. So that's, that's the one song I released and it's definitely emotional. I don't know if you've heard it, but. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I, I totally kind of assumed that, but you know what happens when you assume things, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, now, now I, I think I, I'd be remiss if I didn't touch upon it. Now on Spotify, you're listed under a different name than this is going to be released under. Um, do you, can you talk about that a little bit? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So my management team came up with Jenny Lee Miller um, when I first got signed to them early on. And I never liked it. I, to be honest, I should have spoke up more, but I didn't. And I was stuck with it. And so anytime I'd be at a show, I'd have to say, hi, I'm Jenny Lee Miller. <laughs> and it just sounded so robotic. It was like so long. And I was just like, no, this is too hard for people. They can't spell Lee, right? You know, yeah. like L-E-E. I'm like, that's not how I spell my name. And then I just said, no, I, I, um, I love the name Grace. I have uh, in the song Gone Country, it, it talks about Grace and the bridge. And it just, it was just such a pretty ring to it. I thought it was easier for people and shorter. So I was just like, let's, let's go with that, you know. Nice. Nice. Now, now, now with, with the changes and everything, are you able to take these songs and put them under the Jenny Grace name or are they kind of stuck in the abyss under the Jenny Lee Miller? Uh, unfortunately, I think they're stuck in the abyss. It's just like when, you know, Gwen Stefani moved on to her own solo act. I don't think she can take no doubt songs. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, unfortunately. Yeah, they're not Gwen, Gwen Stefani featuring some other guy. Yeah, so it, it is what it is. But I'm okay with that because I have better stuff in the future. So, you know, my old fans can appreciate the old stuff, but, you know, because they know who I was, but I'm I'm okay with it. So Good. Awesome. Now, okay, now perfect. Speaking of which, what is coming for Jenny Grace in music and, and you know, your, your plan for 2022, I guess you could say? Sure. So I will be playing two shows in Nashville with my co-writer and um, one of the producers I worked with. And also he's a singer, Danny McMahon. He's performing at Alley Taps in uh, September in Nashville and then another show in L.A. in June. So I'll be hopping on two shows with him. Because uh, we have that song, Lights of Our Hometown, that we released in October of last year together as a yeah. duet. He's from yeah. the UK. And uh, so there's that. There's um, some other tour stuff booked, possibly Listening Room in Nashville. And I will be releasing uh, at least one or two songs, I believe, in 2022 with some video. So like uh, the new stuff I wrote. So that'll be exciting. Awesome. That's great. That's, re that's really fantastic. Now, is there a plan to do, you know, I know you said you were going to release a couple songs this year, but is there a plan to do a full EP or is that going to be how you do it? Like a lot of other people, you know, a song or two at a time. 
Yeah, I'll probably do a song or two at a time. Um, eventually, I'd like to gather them all and then put them out there as one because some of the new stuff I've been writing kind of has a theme to it. So it would probably mm -hmm. be good for like a concept EP or something, you know? So Yeah, sure. Sure. Now, is that on purpose? Have you done that on purpose where these songs have a theme or is that just luck, luck of the draw? You know, um, if I want to zone in and like make it a concept album, it I can do that. You know, I can like make that a thing. But usually it's just kind of, you know, it just comes out like naturally. But of course, as you know, when people are doing stuff with a label, they'll they'll really sit down and say, OK, what fits on this album? What doesn't? So, you know, that does happen, of course. No, of course. Yeah, no, for sure. So do you have a label currently or are you? I, you know not not to make it sound yeah, bad I'm but are you in the abyss <laughs> well I'm always in the, in the abyss <laughs> uh, I I do have my own label and you know I'm doing my own thing now but you know of course in the future it'd probably be inevitable that I will sign to somebody you know I just have to find the right person the, the right label for me obviously so yeah yeah nice now do you have a full do you have a full band you're with or do you have or are they all guns for hire sort of musicians? Yeah, so I pretty much my core members are my brother, he plays banjo, keyboards and guitar. He's core member and then um I do play with Lorenza Ponce a lot. She is Bon Jovi's fiddle player. I'd say she's core, she's amazing backup singer as well. And uh, those are like two of them. I have some other guys I, I play with, but they're so busy, you know, touring. They're, they're Broadway musicians. So they literally go on tour with like people from Broadway and uh, New York City. So, you know, I do have my core people, but just those two for now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's great. I mean, if you have a core and especially a core like that, that is, you know, really has the chops to play and at a real professional level, like you can't, yeah. you can't lose sight of that at all. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Lorenzo was with me at the country fest and then my brother too. So you, you yeah. met those. Yeah. And it, it was, it was really a pleasure to meet you there. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I went into that whole thing, you know, not knowing a lot of the acts that were playing, especially, you know, the, you know, the full band acts and, you know, the, but to find, you know, like you and the other yeah. solo acts that were there was just like mind blowing, you know, because the yeah. talent, the talent of the day was just unexpected, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I actually had heard of your podcast, so I was surprised to meet you too. I've seen the logo and stuff over Instagram. So you guys definitely get around. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that that's, and, and at the time you, you met me, you know, I was really only, I honest to God was really only in this like two weeks. <laughs> oh, no. two, okay. two, yeah, two or three weeks. I, you know, I had done a few episodes. I had done a bunch of, I'd done a few interviews and, you know, I was so, I was so worried that the momentum was going to stop after those that I just, you know, kind of put the pedal to the metal and actually got myself way over my own head but you know, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's not a bad problem to have you know no um, and that always happens anyway so just be prepared <laughs> yeah yeah and you know and with with this season coming you know there's so much more happening and coming out that um I if you would have asked me in September like oh what's what's your you know 
what do you what does boots and whiskey look like a year out i would have been like i'm hopefully still going <laughs> yeah you know but now it's you know the the train has really started to go faster to a point where i i know i can't stop it with the, you know right. i know that that probably sounds super arrogant but you know i just no 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 i mean that's how it happens you know you get the momentum so that's great yeah yeah it's it's and it's and it's exciting you know it's yeah when it when it's unexpected i think it's even more exciting for sure yeah you don't take it for granted right no so did could you like speak to that a little bit because i you know i keep saying it you know i would i see it you know from people that follow you and how much they love you and your music like do you feel like it was like that for you as well yeah i mean i just laughed because i didn't even think anyone (laughs) would release my would watch my first video um I just, you know, I, it's just like, why me? Like, it's just funny. And then my brother is part of this project too. And we just laugh. Like, we're like, (laughs) you know, cause this is like seeing yourself on the, on TV, like on YouTube, it's just like, what, you know, but you you have to put those things aside and realize that, you know, if you believe in something and you believe enough and you really put all your energy behind it, you know, it's going to do stuff. It's going to blow up and you have to be prepared and uh, ready for success and, the attention and all these things. So like, I, I'm glad that I'm doing it later in life because I know as a child, like I I had opportunities to go audition for record labels in New York city and all these things, but I just know I would have freaked out. And I, I'm glad that I waited because a lot of people started too young and it didn't end well, you know? So that's one thing. Right. You know, and I, I think with this podcast, I think, you know, I think I'm with you, like doing it, you know, not as, you know, a 20 something or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I can appreciate the conversations a lot more, you know, I've, yeah. you know, and some of the people that have reached out, that, you know, same reaction, like you kind of laugh and you're like, is this, this can't be real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there's no way you're reaching out to me. Cause to me, I'm still, yeah. I'm, I'm nobody, you know, I'm just yeah. a, you know, I'm just a guy from Southern New England and that's pretty yeah. much it, <laughs> you know, but yeah. You know, and then some of the meetings and the conversations I've had over the last couple of weeks, it's like, how, how the hell are these people reaching out to me? Like, how, <laughs> how is that even a thing? I, I'm grateful, you know, don't get me wrong by like, it, it's mind blowing and, and super, super sweet. But it's, it's like, huh, it's, it's like, oh, I guess I, I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So you know, a few more things, because I know, I know we're all busy and got things to do, but um, right. you've got, do you have a timetable on the new music on when that's gonna, gonna grace us? Or is that still being figured out? You know, I would probably say like March or April, you know, okay. um, we're still choosing songs and we have to go into a studio and record and stuff. But you know, it's always good to release in the spring, of course. So we're probably going to do that around then. Yeah. Uh, now, do you do you have any plans to tour this year? Yeah. So, like the two shows, Nashville and LA, LA in June, and then Nashville in September, uh, hopping on with Danny McMahon. But, um, you know, I did an East Coast tour. Let's see, last year, and it was a lot of uh, driving, a lot of stuff. So. Probably won't go as intense this year because I want to focus on recording and writing. But um, I definitely will be taking those two trips to Nashville and L.A. And then 
there's going to be another country fest, I think, in 2022. So I'm going to probably be there with the full band. Awesome. Yeah. So you get to hear the full band and not, not the fiddle and the acoustic. But, you know, yeah. those are just fun, too. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and I will, I, you know, all things as well as, as much as I hope this all goes well, you know. Yeah. As, you know, this, I will be there and, you know, I'm guessing it'll be September like it was this year. Or this past year. Yeah, so. I also uh, looking at Country Thunder. I don't know, you know, who they're gonna pick, but I did submit, so we'll see. They're way out in the, you know, the Midwest. So. Yeah, that would be that would be great. You know, it really yeah. any exposure is good exposure. You know, whether right. It's... I mean, I will. That is huge, but you know, we'll see what happens. I'm just taking things little at a time. You know, yeah. um, 2022 is really going to be a lot bigger they're saying this year for artists because 2021 even the big artists had to kind of play it down but I guess 2022 is expected to like blow up for touring so that's good yeah you know I think I think you know this whole new strand that's going through everybody it seems like everybody is getting it you know I'm I'm really hoping that this is the beginning of the end of all this oh yeah totally I hope so too you know, I, I said it to my wife the other day. I'm like, well, welcome to herd immunity. We've only been waiting <laughs> two years for this. So it's, yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I can't thank you enough, Jenny, for being on. And again, I'm sorry that it's taken this long, but I'm, I'm so happy it's happened. No problem. Thank you. And um, um, is there anything with the whiskey? Cause I just didn't, you know, I know you call it boots and whiskey. So I just, I just wondered like what you drink. Oh yeah, no that that was going to be the next question. I was just thanking you first. Oh, sorry um, for having you. No, 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 it's our, it's our, no, it just we're going to go with you. Listen to every show and you knew it was coming. That's what we. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so my question, typically to my guest, is what are your boots and what are your whiskey? But seeing you started, um, I've actually I'm not going to lie to you. I've gotten into the whiskey game really within the last six seven months. Um, I okay. had, I had, we, we had gone out to eat with a bunch of friends to a whiskey bar and restaurant, um, out in Stoughton and you know, their thing was whiskey. So I was like, well, I can't not try it. Yeah. So, you know, they had a lot of different options and I tried some and it became, I don't want to say an addiction because that sounds real bad, um, <laughs> but it became an interest and a like, yeah. um, so I started off with Jack um, I think everybody does because it's just the easy go-to. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I've had so much sent to me that I'm still yet to try. Um, but Buffalo Trace for me is a big one. Um, I really like their stuff. Um, I really like Bullet. Um, so really, you know, that's that's the kind of things I'm drinking on a regular basis right now. Right. What about you? moonshine though when i'm in tennessee i go to the little um little places where they have the flavored moonshine it's amazing yeah and uh i do like boone's bourbon uh there's a guy called tyler boone who's out yeah. in la you heard of him he's an artist yeah so tyler and i've had a lot of conversations back and forth yeah um, trying to kind of figure this out so you know um and i you know him and i have had conversations about like you know i'll i'll tag you in this and love you know whatever yeah like the promotional portion of it and um well this is a good segue for hopefully tyler to listen to this and you know do a little more with the boots and whiskey podcast because i've been trying so hard to get some and i can't get it around here 
Yeah. I, I don't know where he's distributing. I know he just started in other places, but I mean, I just ordered some and it's, it's good. Boone's bourbon, you know, it's, it's, it's actually very high quality because I've had other whiskeys and it, it's not like, it tastes really good. Like you could tell it's high quality, you know? Nice. So. Yeah. Cause so I looked it up and like the closest liquor store to me that has it is closer to the Cape. Yeah. So it's like, how, how can I, I don't know if well, I can, you can it order. I ordered mine online. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, guess he, because he they distribute, it. I guess because he distributes to Massachusetts, then I can, it can be sent to me because I've already gotten in a little bit of hot water with that, but that's a whole <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's good to know because if, if it is that good and that worth it, I have no problem taking the leap to, uh, to pay for it. It's very good. I don't even like whiskey. So definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Now what about boots? Boots. Um, so I like um, Justin boots. I have uh, two pairs of those. And I have another pair of boots I got in this little Mexican uh, Western store in North Carolina. I don't even know the brand, but they're just so authentic and they're not American. And you know what? I don't care. They, they are really good uh, quality. So Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, mine are um, Ariat's and oh, nice. that's, that's all I have. I have one pair and I absolutely love them. Like I got them actually, I was gifted them right before the pandemic, you know, quote unquote officially started here in March of 2020. So I didn't wear them for like six months and then yeah. I started wearing them and I can't take them off. Like they're, they're just great. Yeah, those are good. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's really the long and short of it that I've got for you. Do you have anything you want to, you want to send out there into the universe to let anybody know how to find you, how to follow you, how to listen to you? Sure. So I am Jenny Grace official on Instagram, Jenny Grace official on TikTok, JennyGraceMusic.com. You can see all my shows and my releases and you can also go on Facebook and it's Jenny Grace official. So. Awesome. And now that I know that you have a TikTok, I am going to duet you. So just, just oh, be awesome. aware of that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, Jenny, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Again, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I look forward to talking to you and seeing you super soon. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, everyone. The very last episode of this January special guest time. I can't believe it. January's done. Holy crap. Where did the time go? This conversation was a lot of fun with Jenny Grace. Um, I really enjoyed hearing her story and how, you know, how she came into all of this and where she's going and what she's doing. You know, it's so great to hear of a girl from New England really kicking ass um, hearing her story about her time in the military and how that has changed her and made her who she is you know I think that's that's super important and I thank you so much Jenny for for sharing that and I also thank you for your service to this great country all of us here at the Boots and Whiskey podcast you know it doesn't go unnoticed it means the world to us that you and your family have made that sacrifice and you know we are forever indebted 
to you for that. Um, I think that's the perfect way to wrap up <laughs> this conversation. Uh, big thank you, Jenny. So now we start season two of the Boots and Whiskey podcast on Tuesday. Still not telling you who the guest is. I'm going to tease it over the next couple of days. So stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll do even like a little thing where, you know, can you guess who it is? I'm going to, you probably won't be able to, but who knows? Maybe you will. I think it'd be a lot of fun to find out. So maybe that's what we'll do. We're going to tease it all weekend. I'm going to see if you can guess who it is and we'll go from there. Um, Also, big announcement. Tuesday, February 1st, also starts Black History Month here in the United States. So, with that being said, the Boots and Whiskey podcast is highlighting black artists, whether they're established or independent up-and-coming artists, one every day for the month of February. Our Whiskey Wednesdays are also going to feature black-owned distilleries from across this country. Um, I'm very excited for this. We're going to put out a whole Spotify playlist with all of these songs that we're going to feature. I might even put it out... I might put it out even before Tuesday. There won't be an order of when they're going to be songs of the day because I picked the song of the day that day. Um, But yeah, we're going to do that. And then we got something special coming in March too. Um, So over the next four weeks or so, it's a Black History Month. We're going to feature um, a side of this genre that doesn't get the credit it deserves. I really started going down the rabbit hole of black artists. And holy shit, folks. I'm telling you. Damn. Damn. That's all I'm saying. Damn. You're going to see for yourself. Because it's there's some real good shit coming. Um, so with that thought, you know, really thank you to everybody from, you know, the follows on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all the conversations. Um, I hope you have enjoyed these concert reviews we've done, the Chris Lane one. I've gotten some good feedback from, so thank you for that. Um, the Russell Dickerson one, if it's not out already, it will be very soon. Um... If for some reason I can't make it to the Russell Dickerson one, we're supposed to be, we should have gone to Russell Dickerson. Not sure if we are. I'm also pre-recording this, so who knows. Um, But in the meantime, you know, thank you. Remember Tuesday, season two will start. It's going to be a big ramp up this weekend for that. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for even letting there be a season two. Season two is is. God, I can't wait for you to see and hear the lineup we have coming for season two. It's it's a good one. Season one was great. Thank you, everybody that was in season one. Thank you, everybody that was here in the month of January. But season two, we've uh, we've stepped it up here at the Boots and Whiskey podcast for season two. Um, also, look out for our first whiskey review. It's going to be in parts probably dropping Wednesday this coming Wednesday it'll be in parts because it was kind of long um, and again learning curve that's what this show is all about is learning curves 
Um, we've learned along the way what we need to do and what we need to not do. And I really enjoyed the way we recorded the first two episodes of the Whiskey Reviews. So I'm going to send them out to you just the way they are. And I hope you enjoy them because we had a fucking blast doing it. So without further ado, thank you again. You know, I know I say a lot, but you know, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing this. So thank you for everybody that's been listening and taking the time. And uh, if it's your first time, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, If it's your 56th time or however many episodes we've done, thank you again, you know, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoy season two. I'm, I'm super excited for season two and I hope you enjoy everything that comes with this show because I've really enjoyed everything that has come in, everything that is coming. So until next time, keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks. Good night.